0: Psalm 63 verses 1-8 through 8. O God, you are my God, earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you, my flesh faints for you. It is in a dry and weary land, where there is no water, so I have looked upon you in the sanctuary, beholding your power and glory. Because your steadfast love is better than life, my lips will praise you. So I will bless you as long as I live, in your name I will lift up my hands. My soul will be satisfied as with fat and rich food, and my mouth will praise you with joyful lips. When I remember you upon my bed and meditate on you in the watches of the night, you have been my help, and in the shadow of your wings I will sing for joy. My soul clings to you, your right hand upholds me. Daniel chapter 3 verses 19-30 through 30. the flame of the fire killed those men who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, fell bound into the burning, fiery furnace. Then King Nebuchadnezzar went astonished and rose in haste. He declared to his counselors, Do we not cast three men bound into the fire? They answered and said to the king, True, O king. He answered and said, But I see four men, unbound, walking in the midst of the fire, and they are not hurt, and the appearance of the fourth is like the son of a god's a son of the gods. Then Nebuchadnezzar came near to the door of the burning fiery furnace. He declared, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out and come here. Then Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the fire. And the satraps, prefects, governors, and the kings, counselors gathered together and saw that the fire had not had any power over the bodies of these men. The hair of their heads was not singed, And their house is laid in ruins, for there is no other God who is able to rescue in this way. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. Revelation chapter 2, verses 8 through 11. And to the angel of the church in Smyrna, write The words of the first and the last who died and came to life I know your tribulation and your p- poverty, but you are rich and the slander of those who say that they are Jews, and they are not, but are a synagogue of Satan. Do not fear what you are about to suffer. Behold, the devil is about to throw some of you into prison, that you may be tested, and for ten days you will have tribulation. Be faithful unto death, and I will give you the crown of life. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. The one who conquers will not be hurt by the second death. Good morning, and welcome to the second Thursday of Lent. This is Brother Logan Isaac broadcasting from Walkersville, Maryland. I'm not speaking as well as I would like to this morning, uh, and luckily the the readings are shorter. They come from Psalm 63, Daniel 3, and Revelation 2, and um, in each of the readings, the you know besides Psalm, uh, it has to do with death and resurrection. Um and there's one thing that i think the army taught me um or at least instilled in me i don't know if it taught me like deliberately but um uh christians believe that death is not the last thing um you know that death is you know unfortunate scary um depending on you know kind of your your theological tradition uh, inevitable um and necessary But it's not the end. Um, And we have this really odd relationship with death. People do. Um, We rightly fear it. Uh, It it won't be fun. Uh, It'll be deeply tragic uh, because all we can know for sure is that 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 is the last thing that we know for sure. We have to take on faith that we will be resurrected, that God will, you know, um, pluck us like a brand from the fire um and the the if that's true, then death is also not the worst thing that can happen to us um if we believe that we will be resurrected, death not only is not the end but it also means therefore that it's not the worst thing that can happen um in the military um I learned, I was trying to think, like, I don't think it taught, I don't think anybody ever taught me this. It's something that, like, I inferred from the things that I experienced in the military. Um, And that is that the worst thing that can happen to you is to die an asshole, to die a bad death, for lack of a better word. Um, And in military parlance, that's like, you know, running in fear or, I don't know, something like that. A good death is like jumping on a grenade to save your friends. Um, Maybe going out in a blaze of glory or something. Um, uh, I think of um, from Helen to Helen back by Audie Murphy. Audie Murphy, like, um, he jumped into a tank and started firing into this massively superior force. And for whatever reason, they retreated. And so if you think about it, like, he was planning on dying. But that in... The military imagination is a good death um, because you are going out doing the right thing. Um, and now Christians have a different understanding of what the right, the the best right thing is. And there is a lot of overlap, and that's and that overlap is pretty easily summed up in this verse from John, uh, John thirteen, I think, um, where the author says, "No greater love has this than that they lay down their lives for their friends." If you think about it, Audie Murphy, laid down his life for his friends, or he was expecting to. Um, you know, his unit had been battered, and you know he f- probably figured he'd die, and so he was like, "Fuck it, Then jump this tank and start blasting off rounds because might as well, you know, have a good death." Um, Christians do not believe that we should kill. Um, that it's God's place to kill, and so Christians rightly have some, you know, concern over. That account of a good death, um, but we do have an account of a good death. It usually some of the the most well known stories involve us dying rather than us helping others to die. and I think of the martyrs um, how um, the the account of life and therefore death that Christianity proposes um, allowed them to look death in the face and you know certainly not usher it in, but welcome it and and not be and not run from it um Ignatius of Antioch wrote all these letters as he was going off to get martyred, and you know he warned people against trying to take this crown of glory from him you know because it's perfectly okay to flee in the Christian tradition um you know they may not earn you friends of faith um so one of the earliest schisms was between um uh, the Turner, the the Turner Inners, the Traditores, who instead of being martyred, um, gave Romans and other persecutors their whole our holy scriptures, and this led to the Donatist schism, which those other Christians who thought no, you should not have given them up, and you screwed up, and so you're not a priest anymore, you're not a leader in the church. Augustine said, well, they may not be a leader, but like that doesn't undo anything they did before, um, and that was born out of, like, whether or not you're willing to accept a good death um, over a bad life, perhaps. And there's nuances, and, you know, it's not as straightforward, but the choices we make reflect out what is most important to us. And the martyrs, clearly what was most important, most important to them was to glorify God um, and to witness to God's you know, glory and majesty, and you—if you can do that by your faith or by your by your death—you know, more power to you. Um, but that doesn't mean it's inhuman to be afraid of death, and to turn from persecution, uh, and and martyrdom. Some people don't really have a choice. Some definitely do, like Saint Sebastian, who's a, a soldier who was um, stripped of his uh, uniform and armor tied to a tree and shot through with arrows and miraculously survived only to go find the emperor and start throwing insults at him. So he was killed a second time by being bludgeoned to death. And that time, death took hold. But um, our choices reflect what we believe. Um, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were willing to go into the fire because they trusted. And that didn't mean that they were sure that they would live, but they trusted that God had something in store that the worst thing to happen to them was not that they'd be burned alive it would suck but it wouldn't be the worst thing that would happen to them um and then and in revelation the author reminds them don't be afraid of what you're about to suffer don't be afraid you'll go into prison you'll be tested you know and you'll have tribulations but be faithful unto death because if because that is the ultimate seal of faith there's nothing You know, people may not like it, you know, uh, holier-than-thou types like me might not like it, that you chose life over a good death. That's fine. Don't listen to idiots like me. Um, But don't be afraid. Uh, Believe that, remember and believe that God is with us no matter where we go. Um, And that, yes, death is scary. It's going to come one way or another. If I were to have a choice, I would choose a good death over a pointless death any day. Um, and I think part of that is because you know this meaning of martyr means to testify. It means to show, to, to bring evidence before a watching world, before a judge. Um, and that is something that Christians traditionally have valued because we have this belief that death isn't the end, that the worst thing that can happen is not death. Um, but to be and to to have your life sealed as you know as a bad person, um, we don't know what's on the other side of death um and so we know that you get to shape who you are, your actions shape who you are while you're here on this earth, uh so make them count, make them matter, and don't be afraid of not having as much life as you would like in order that God might be glorified in your death. Um, because it, you know, it's not the end. There's something on the other side. Um, and I'd rather, you know, kick down that door, you know, gregariously, and like, you know, balls to the wall, just doing it. Um, like Ignatius of Antioch, uh, just charging into Rome. Um, I personally would rather go that way. Of course, it's more complicated. I have kids, wife, but if I were to have my druthers, that would be it. Um, let's not be afraid of death. Um, Don't be afraid of suffering um, because the Spirit of God is with us even in our suffering. A prayer for those who suffer for the sake of conscience from the Book of Common Prayer. O God, our Father, whose Son forgave His enemies while He was suffering shame and death, strengthen those who suffer for the sake of conscience. When they are accused, save them from speaking in hate. When they are rejected, save them from bitterness. When they are imprisoned, save them from despair. And to us, your servants, give grace to respect their witness and to discern the truth, that our society may be cleansed and strengthened. This we ask for the sake of Jesus Christ, our merciful and righteous judge. Amen.